If you're over 40 and want to be the best version of yourself, Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence is here to help. Clarence Ferguson is a seasoned loan officer, fitness expert, personal chef, and entrepreneur who leads a revolution of men and women who want to live their best life going into middle age. Inspiring dialogue, challenging topics, and industry leaders are here offering tips and how-tos to improve your life. Now, here's Coach Clarence. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Fit Over 40. I'm your host, Coach Clarence, and uh, we have Brian Howie. And um, this is an interesting gentleman. He is part of the great love debate. And um, so I'm going to be quizzing him about that and just find out what he's got going on in today's world of dating. And since my show is Fit Over 40, we'll talk about being over 40. And I'm assuming he's over 40. He's really handsome and young looking. That's so true. He might not be. Wise assumption, but <laughs> I'm a mature man. So. I always got to ask, let's go back to this beginning. When did yeah. you decide you wanted to talk about relationships of all the well, topics? that's a good question. And um, I get asked variations on that. I always say I'm in the passionate conversation business, and there is no more passionate conversation than the one about love, dating, and relationships. I have been in the uh, entertainment business for, I don't know, 25 years as a writer, director, producer. Most of the content that I would write, direct, and produce about sort of circled around the idea and the dynamic between men and women. So I always had a curiosity about it. Uh, about eight years ago, I wrote a semi-tongue-in-cheek uh, book called How to Find Love in 60 Seconds. Um, and what it really was, this was sort of a call to arms to the women saying that you are in far greater control of your dating fate than you let on. You know, I was working in Hollywood with a lot of beautiful women and, you know, actresses, and they would all be like, you know, whine about the state of their date. And I'm like, you really do have control of a lot more cards than you think. So I wrote this book. My agent at the time said, rather than, you know, do a standard book tour with 20 people in a Barnes and Noble, why don't you raise some of the fairly interesting questions, or at least he thought that the book raised in like a town hall style, like in a theater as a one-time sort of promotional stunt. So we did that eight years ago, January 14th, 2014, in Santa Barbara at the Center Stage Theater. It was amazing, and I was like, well, let's do that again, and then do it again. And uh, eight years later, we have done 435 live shows in 118 cities in 13 countries. Wow. Started a podcast out of that, and uh, it just blew up from there. So I had a, 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 what I guess was a limited um, curiosity about the conversation, we all have opinions and experiences and anecdotes and passion about love, dating, and relationships. What continued to fuel my interest and the great love debate was everybody could and wanted to be part of this conversation. And so it just grew, blew up sort of all over the world. So we have done the great love debate in Sydney and Singapore and Tel Aviv and Shanghai and all over. And um, it's been amazing. So. so what are some of the commonly asked questions that you get? Well, you know, the, the, the crux of the disconnect pretty much comes down to this. The, the women want the men to try harder, and the men want the women to make it easier. That's it. <laughs> That's the standoff, okay? <laughs> the issue is that the women look for red flags and the men look for green lights. So there's a fundamental optimism still in the men. They want to go on a date and hope they like her and, and hope this is going to go well. 
the women go on the date assuming it's going to go bad and how can I get out of here and what and, and constantly looking for the negative. That's a, a balance that has really gotten even more um, substantive over the last 20 years since the uh, they watch too many Lifetime movies, too much Dateline. <laughs> <clears throat> but also this blurring of the traditional gender roles over the last 20 years has really confused both sides of it. The women have ramped up their independent, I don't need a man, masculine energy. If anything, probably in a good way, the men have been gotten a little softer, a little more introspective, a little more doing the work. And that has really thrown, uh, especially if you're, we're talking about you know the generations over 40 who did things for a long, long time a certain way. Right. And then that sort of flipped. It's led everybody confused to the point where they're hesitant to the point where it's stagnant. And the pool has sort of led to, we're almost right back where we started at a school dance where the guys are on one side and the girls on the other and nobody's going to cross the road. Yeah. No, everybody's afraid to make that first move. Right. Yeah. You know, and then you throw in, you know, technology and online dating. And so people are very comfortable hiding behind their devices. They're a lot less comfortable than they used to. We used to have to approach somebody and ask them out. Right. We had to Absolutely. go over there and ask them out. And that's and it, still a and struggle. It, and it didn't seem strange to do that. It didn't seem strange to the woman for a man to come up and say hi or even compliment her. God forbid you do that now. Right. Or in the workplace, <laughs> go out and have some drinks. They can't do any of it anymore. Right. And so that has really led a lot of people to be like, what do we do here? Yeah. Uh, well, now it's online. So if you have an interest in somebody, you message them and you don't want to embarrass yourself. They need that. On the wall. Right. They need that first. Right. We did a, a, a show in Chicago a couple of years ago and uh, a woman in the audience shared an Uber pool with a guy. You know what Uber pool is where you sort of share a ride with a stranger mm-hmm. and she felt like she could like the guy. She couldn't wait to get out of the car to find him online to say hello. Rather than turn her head right in the car, that seems so bizarre to her. She needed to go home and swipe right. That seemed the way to approach. That's insane. But that's the way it is now. That's the norm now. Yeah. Because it's almost like, what are you doing talking to me in line at Starbucks? Why are you doing this? That, and the good thing about the last couple of years, though, we want to bring in the COVID and the lockdown. Up, up until about 2019, I would hear more and more a lot of people who'd be like, it's just not worth it. I don't think I want to date anymore. I can sit home with my dog and my Netflix and my wine and, and be happier because there's no risk of disappointment or getting hurt or anything. I'm just going to drop out of the dating scene. Well, what the pandemic did was force everybody out of the dating scene for, for the most part for a little while. And people did miss people mm-hmm. and people did miss that interaction and that nervous excitement of meeting somebody. And that's actually been a good thing. Cause as you know, the lights have sort of gone back on in the rest of the world, people are excited now and they are more Hopeful, I think. You know, it, it, it's dropped a lot of people out of the dating pool. Right. <laughs> um, but the ones who are in it now are, are really sort of excited about, about the possibilities again. Yeah. You know? I think now, to that same point, men are, because I hear a lot of women say, well, why don't you just say anything? Because it's a fear, because you got one shot, especially online. And if you say the wrong thing or it's interpreted the wrong way, it's like you're right. Done, it can, right everything's about interpretation and right. intent, and why again? And we've taken the ability to compliment out of the way. I made this as a joke the other day, and actually not even a joke. The way now people are putting their 
pronoun pronouns on their signatures, like want to be he, his, she's his. They should put their preferred compliments on their signature. I like, like I want to call called be hot and beautiful and put that in your signature line. And here's who can t- just give us that. If we knew what we could do and what we were playing with, it would make things a lot easier. I think the burden now, because the women, to their credit, have changed a little bit more over the last 20 years. I think the burden that is a little bit more on them to communicate, what do you want? What do you need? What do you prefer? The problem is a lot of the women have no idea what they want, what they need, what they prefer. All they know is what they don't want and don't need and don't prefer. And so if you don't know, how are we going to hit that bullseye? You know, it's yeah. tough. Is very tough, and it's a big gamble. And and then they always say, "Well, why you come up with these corny lines?" Because just saying hi is not good enough. It's inadequate. They're like, right. "I want you to be funny, right. and I want you to be funny." You know what? I know a lot of comedians. They wake up alone every day. They're, they're not right. getting it either. <laughs> right. So it's hard to be funny in the way that you think is funny. Right. You know, you're hot, ha ha ha. Right? Some people want a <laughs> right pun. Back. Some people want satire. Some people want sarcasm. We don't even know your preferred level of funny. You want knock-knock jokes? What do you want? (laughs) So it's really, really hard that we just can't be ourselves and do that because our our intent is questioned and uh, our our, um, motivations are questions and what we want are everything as being overthought, everything. um, Everybody's just got to go back to sort of just say hi. Start there. The best pickup line is still high and the best dating site is Earth. How do you know to move forward after the high? Because what if you get... Uh, then that's probably that's, I said hi to you okay. and that's what she did to me and, and I was right. just introducing and myself my, like, my, I work here my <laughs> answer to that would be like it's not my fault she has bad taste <laughs> yeah you know that's the way I look at it guys are so no, af- I'm teasing you know you. the yeah, men are afraid of being rejected and the women are afraid of being hurt well who cares if you get rejected like that then it's a numbers you game. save time right like right. if she you go up to her and she says get out of here then you you spent 30 seconds and on to the next. Or she might just be in a hurry or in a mood or, or it's distracted and it just not, might be the right time. Well, too many guys take it so personally. So what do you t- say to the competitive guy that takes that first high? Because in sales, they teach you to get seven no's. That, that's not a good advice in dating. I know. And that's a problem too, is that the you know we, we cling to these Adam Sandler romantic comedies where she said he was a loser and it would get away from me a hundred times and then suddenly they're in love. Yeah. So the men are, the women on one hand are like, we love a guy who's persistent and all this. And the women confuse each other because they um, were taught by each other, not by us, that men like to chase and men do not like to chase. Men like to pursue. And there's a difference. Chase is going after a moving target. Pursuing is going towards a, like a fixed destination with a purpose. Sure. We'll do that. If you say the bar is here, we will do whatever it takes to jump up to get the cheese, so to speak. Sure. If you keep moving the target around, that's what we don't like. And mm-hmm. women have convinced it, like, I'm just going to, you know, trick him into judging how sincere he was. I don't know about any of that. There's too much game playing. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of have to be a lot more authentic. Um, we have to get out of our comfort zones. You know, especially for the crowd over 40. I still hear people who are like, they're not my type. You know, they say that all the time. If you're over 40 and you're still single, you have no type. Your type is not working out for you. And so you need to to rethink your type. All you know is what you aren't currently dating. And that hasn't worked out. You know, there's a matchmaker uh, that I know in Los Angeles. And she asks her clients, bring in 
like pictures of people you used to date. So I know you're interested. I go, you're bringing in pictures of people it didn't work out with. Right. You should literally do the opposite of that. And um, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of bad advice out there. So if a man wants to date a supermodel, he needs to bring in pictures of supermodels. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he just needs to cut pictures out of magazines. That's my type, you know? And uh, women are, are, again, I'm not putting the burden on on women. It's it's everybody's responsibility to do better. I just think that, um, like I said, the women have changed more sociologically. I'm not sure we're changed physiologically. I think we're all wired still, boys and girls, at the most part. Um. And so we have to understand that the guy has no idea what to do. He can't ask anybody out in the workplace because he might get fired now. Right. Well, that was like 70% of where we met our, that's where my parents met. Right. You know, she was in the secretarial pool in IBM back then. I, I, thought, I think she was actually Miss IBM. So I, the, 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 the companies actually had beauty pageants. And I think that's what happened. Like that would the old be deemed misogynistic now. You can't do you can't that do now. That. <laughs> you can't but, hit on the secretary. But, you know, but it's very confusing to the men because I'm watching the Oscars the other night. And the thing that got overlooked in all the kerfluffle with uh, Will Smith was they had uh, Regina Hall called up the men she thought were hot on stage and then like patted them down and it's like I want to stick my tongue in your mouth to give you like what are we doing like what is the message on like that's okay like you can't have it both ways you know we we have to either sort of say like listen we're all doing our best and we're fine but you know if a man even talked about doing that he'd be Be done canceled yeah and uh but there's a bad. But you know? let's let's talk about that. If it depends on if the woman finds you attractive, yes, that's the missing key. That there. is always the, the difference between creepy and a compliment is who's giving. Who's it. giving it? Exactly. Yeah, I'm like I'm like a, they're like I don't want some guy to come up to me and say say that I'm uh, hot at Whole Foods, and I'm like, what if it's Channing Tatum? They're like, oh yeah, yeah that's okay. that'll be awesome. <laughs> and so the men hear this and they're so confused, and and the the danger, the coming storm is this metaverse or this virtual world where somebody can, instead of asking the woman out at Whole Foods, you can take a picture of her, go home, upload that picture, and a virtual version of that woman will talk to him, call him by his name, give him a reasonably satisfying experience. He's never going to ask somebody out. That's what's coming. They're going to be able to replicate 80% of the good and eliminate 100% of the bad. So you got to just come out with a creepy way to do that without getting busted. They're doing it. I know. <laughs> or they'll just pull a picture off the off your social, social media. And yeah. they're going to make a, a, a reasonable version of that. And so the it's kids true. now is 15. They're like, why would I ask somebody out? Yeah. That's good they enough. They have a virtual relationship. Yeah, they yeah. Can, and, and, they, and it can, these helmets that you can put on these virtual <laughs> are going to replicate like 80% of the pleasurable elements to your brain without having to spend any money. Yet nobody's going out. That's the coming storm. <laughs> <laughs> well, to that point. We're very hopeful here, yeah. A man should know if he's Chatham Tatum or not, too. We have to kind of figure How that out. How do too. we know? We well, see, we see. you know, Julie Roberts marrying Lyle Lovett. Yeah, well, Lyle she, Lovett's got a ton of money and he can Okay, sing. yeah, he's you can stand on your wallet and suddenly you are Chatham <laughs> right, Tatum. exactly. <laughs> I know. That's the thing. We Do we know if we're unattractive well, you should know you should know how do we know you should we know. don't hear that we are attractive so that we should assume we're not well you know if you every time you ask a woman out and she frowns your numbers aren't good well we're we're still hopefully gonna, you have some friends that tell you i girl, get that well not. so there's a point because you're talking about over 40 here okay there's a moment when you're a man and you get over 40 and you either approach a girl or a girl's friend is going and this could be if you're george clooney that somebody who's 28 is going, 
ew, the old guy. <laughs> and that happens to every guy. That happens to Brad Pitt now. That happens, I mean, I can name a hundred guys who are Robert Downey Jr. is 60. I don't know. The, the women are like, oh, he's cool, but you want to go out with him? Some 28-year-old's like, ew. Right. Once you hear ew, then, then, then everything is off the table. <laughs> then you sort of have to deal with that. I don't think men and women get mad at this. Men don't know their league because, again, they watch rom-coms where the, the fat guy got the hot chick, and we don't, what are we supposed to do? There, there's not a list of these are your eligible contestants. If here. you have a lot of money, if you have a lot of money list, that changes that, that changes thing. the pool by a lot. But you know, it's also, but then, what are you getting? But then you hear, you know, I want a man in uniform. And then the man in uniform who doesn't have a lot of money gets like, a lot of firemen get a lot of women. They do, because they're brave. Mm-hmm. Or they're thought to be. You know, you can be in good shape. Lucky you, and and get women. Like, there are, you know, sort of outliers to the model, and I think that's a good thing. I, I don't, I don't, you know. So how do you figure out what your lane is if you don't have any of those qualities you just mentioned? Like, you're not in a uniform. Maybe you don't feel like you're in shape. You don't have, well, you know what your budget is. You know if you're you gotta have under 100 grand. The or biggest asset the man can have is balls. It always can. She likes that you're fearless. A woman wants to feel special, she wants to feel sexy, and she wants to feel safe. And those are three things that, the right, that really don't have a whole lot of things to do with money. They don't have a really, it's about him creating a confident environment where she can feel good about herself. Mm-hmm. And so I'm never, I mean, any, I think anything is possible. Maybe I'm delusional. I'm like, um, but I think there's possibilities everywhere. And we tend to uh, either not recognize them not act on them, or we tend to kill them without going in it. So again, ask her out. If she says no, find somebody else. Sure. Like the juice is worth the squeeze. You just sure. got to keep at it. And too asking. many men, you know, a, a good dater, man or woman, treats it like an actor or an actress. Like a, a, an actor or an actress, not that they act, but a good actor or an actress, when they get to Hollywood, it takes them a while to figure out that when they audition and they don't get the part, it just means they weren't right for the part. For the part it's yeah. rarely an indication on their talent or their sure. ability. A good dater has to look at that like, too. I just wasn't a fit for this role, this person, this time. Mm-hmm. And um, that takes a lot of the deflation out of it. When you can sort of wire yourself to think like, it just wasn't, just wasn't for us. I just wasn't for her or him and uh, on to the next, you know? People are such babies. <laughs> <laughs> Toughen up, everybody. It's, yeah, exactly. I think you just say hi, get a response. It used to be my thing in the old days, the club days. I would do the eye contact thing. If you got a positive response, not the, you know, creepy, then you would move forward with the, hey, how you doing? Or if you saw somebody repeatedly, like at well, the Well, I know. In your club days, you used to buy, be able to buy her a drink. Well, now I she had, thinks you roofied her drink. corny. I know, but you could do that. You want a drink? You want to do a shot? Now they don't trust the drink. <laughs> you know, so you, you can't even do that. I know, you probably shouldn't trust the drink. But, <laughs> but there's so many things that, again, if you're talking about the people over 40 who dealt, the biggest thing that has changed over all of it, we can't pick them up anymore on a date. We used to have to pick them up. Right. You ask a girl, you want me to meet your house? No, no I'll you, meet you there. You, yeah, or... now, yeah, they don't want any part of that. Yeah. Well, and the women are like, um... Well, we used to know the guys better that we dated then. No, you didn't. That guy had a pen and a napkin at two o'clock in the morning, and you took his number and he right. called you, and you're like, "You have to pick me up. Here's my address." And what that did was it created an air of trust and chivalry. He might 
ring the bell. He might show up with flowers. He would open the door. He would take care of you. And she's like, I'm trusting that. Now it's, I'll meet up. We'll hang out. It doesn't feel like a date. There's my Uber. Bye. Sure. And so you're, you're changed. Not only what dating is, you've changed the fundamental mechanism for the date. And this, you know, fear-based culture. And I get it. You got to be safe and you got to be concerned. Men were psychos in 1994 and in 1975 for years. They're not more dangerous now. And you probably, if you do your homework, you know more about the guy now than you ever did before or you're capable of knowing that. This idea that everybody has an axe in the trunk, if he has an axe in the trunk, he's going to date you for like six weeks before he uses the axe. You know? <laughs> even in the Lifetime movies. <laughs> they do date you for I a mean, while. Even in the Lifetime movies, he <laughs> dates for a while and then he moves next yeah. door. And then it like, very rarely does the guy turn total psycho on date right one. Right on day one, yeah. yeah. But that's dating. Like, I need to be able to get out of here after 15 minutes. You didn't used to date that way. Right. You didn't. You gave it a fair shot. And a lot of times the first 15 minutes, you're nervous and you work through it. And by the time the creme brulee comes, everybody's happy. <laughs> you know, now you can't even get beyond the. So at, what at are you hearing out there as far as who should be paying? And what would you hear now in this dynamic? The men about? want to pay. Okay. They still do. They overwhelmingly want to pay. They are not interested in her 65 bucks. They are interested in her appreciation and thank you and all that. When a woman offers to pay, it tells him three things and none of them are good. It either says, <laughs> this isn't a date, or I don't want to owe you anything, or we're not doing this again. And th- none of those are good. He is looking for... I got, he doesn't want your fake reach. Don't even do that because he knows it's fake and he knows it's, if, you, if you take her up on it, you're not going out again. So again, ladies, you don't want to see him again? Pay. But if you do want to see him again, you say, oh my God, thank you so much. Let me get the next one or I'll get you a drink or I can't wait to do this again. His, the appreciation is what he's looking for. That's what he needs. That's the flip side of the special. He wants to be admired. He wants to be respected. And he wants to be needed in some way. Mm-hmm. And so we know you can pay for especially the women over 40. We know you can pay your own uh, dinner. We know you've been out to dinner a million times. We know it's harder to impress you. The women who are older, they're always like, why do these you know, 52-year-old guys go out with 24-year-old girls? Well... 52-year-old man takes out a 52-year-old woman. She's really not impressed by um, Cheesecake Factory. She's just not. <laughs> but the 24-year-old girl, she's like, and he bought me drinks. He's a hero. Right. And so that goes a long way. It gets his confidence back that he might have lost because he physically doesn't feel as, as desirable. He probably got divorced and got yelled at for 20 years before that happened. He's trying to get his confidence back. And the best road to get confidence back is to, to impress somebody who's still who's not jaded yet mm. and they're getting jaded a lot younger so guys that's getting a lot tougher <laughs> but um and, and that's what's changed over time and mm-hmm. but the, the the flip side which is actually your business for the women which why it's harder for the women who are say 55 or 60 is that the men their age or slightly over they poop out at seven o'clock <laughs> like they just can't keep up the women are still going strong the women have high energy they want to go out dancing and these guys are like i played two rounds of golf i, I gotta go to bed eight yeah. o'clock and so then they're forced to go younger and so the whole thing's a little uh out of whack gotcha <laughs> <laughs> so what are, what are your thoughts on asking to see a full body shot when you're online um I think that you asking to see it, I think you should put it out. I think you should put a variety of pictures out there. I think you should. 
I think you should let them know what you look like in a variety of outfits and variety of pers- I get that. It, I, you mean, are you saying, like, I don't know what her body looks like? Sure. You're online. You're, if you buy a car online, you want you get a 360. You get the interior. You get all the options listed. So I think you got to meet them. Just get off. Who cares? Talk about 15 minutes and out. <laughs> well, then you got to go get ice cream. Because right. then, it, cheap, then like if you don't like each other, at least you had ice cream. Right. Exactly. You know? But uh, I'm just saying what I found some women, if all they have are headshots, something's up. Probably. Statistically. So why would you show? That's like if I say I'm 6'10 and I'm really 5'2. I'm already starting the relationship off with a lie. So if you're bigger, well, here's, then you should because represent. Because here's why. I brought up that we're clinging to the rom-com thing. I don't blame the men who are five, six for being a little sketchy about their height because they just want to get the job interview. They look at it like I'm going to fudge my resume and then I will impress them when I get the interview. And so many women are like, I'm not dating anybody over six feet because they have this imaginative uh, statistic. They think 80% of men are six feet, 14% of men are six feet. Like, it's really small percentage. So they're ruling out a bunch of people. I think the women might be the same way. They're like, once he meets me, he'll love my curves. Or he'll love what I, I get it. I mean, people are just trying to get the opportunities to meet. That's the downside of online dating. Because you can meet somebody in a certain, and, and then you forget about these artificial or real physical requirements that you thought you needed um, I don't know. You know, you, if you like them, they might gain 50 pounds or lose 50 pounds. I mean, you better like them. Right. <laughs> well, know? it's a flip side of that because women will say, I know what you do and I don't want to meet you because you're going to be disappointed. Well, yeah, I'm not. I'm there to see if I like you, first of all. And if you have a problem with your weight, we can fix it. Trust me. I get that. You know what I do? <laughs> I went on a date once and a woman says, sounds like you've said that before. And I said, I've said I love you before. It doesn't mean I can't say that again. And she goes, sounds like you've said that before. I'm like, I'm just paraphrasing myself at this point, but we all are, you yeah. know? And I'm like, these things. So, so I think, you know, your answers almost always lie outside of your comfort zone. If you're like, I need a certain body type or whatever. I mean, that's a tough bullseye to hit because it's a moving target. You know, maybe you can inspire somebody to get in the best shape of their life. Maybe somebody's going to be so comfortable with you that they're just going to gain 60 pounds because you're going out to dinner and having a good time all the time. So I, I, I don't know, but I think you have to... The worst thing I imagine is if you show up and you see the disappointment on their face. So I, I wouldn't want that either. So I, I think you have to, whether you lied about your age or you put an old picture on or you didn't put the right pictures on, try and paint a, a reasonable, good picture of yourself and give them some information to work with because if they have that information and they still want to date you there's probably a a really good chance they're going to like you you know i agree I think you should just represent if you're not six five because there are girls who put on their profile must be over six feet. I'm like, okay. Then I'm like, well, what do you look like? Because now I got to see what you're bringing to the table. I know. I get and that's it. where I'm coming from. With that. I think if those people are looking demands. for reasons not to date. They are they are <laughs> narrowing the, so, the the pool so much that they're like, well, it's just that there's nobody out here, or it's the city. Everywhere we go in the world, they want to blame the city they're in. And I always say, it's never that you haven't met the right person it's almost always that you haven't been the right person and so if you take back that isn't it better to have that personal responsibility like i am in control here i'm the one who then you know just sitting around hoping something happens for you i don't know i just think that's a better way to look at it it's like i'm gonna make the moves and do the things and there are possibilities everywhere and there are possibilities in every city people love to a couple weeks ago uh, on the great love debate podcast we put out a list of the 
10 worst cities in which to find love. And we do that every year and nothing gets a higher rating for us, nothing. And people are so mad when their city is not on the list. They want their city. So they can blame it on the city. It's like, oh my God, it's not me, it's this place. And people get so mad when their city is on the best place. They get get furious about it. Yeah, Phoenix was like seventh worst. (laughs) You know, it's not not good. What what are your thoughts on dating 20 years older than your age? Yeah. Um, We got to give Laura some hope. I I, I think (laughs) that you got to be careful with it. I mean, if you're a woman, you're dating a guy... um, 20 years younger and you think it's all great and then you wake up and he's married to Mila Kunis, you know? Uh, So the patron saint didn't work out for her either. Sometimes the younger man, older woman's a little bit about uh, conquest for him and it's a little bit about control for her emotionally because she's like, I'm just having fun. But somebody, when you say it's just having fun, eventually you think it's something that's not and then it's worse. For him, you know, you run the risk of... uh, Hey, do you like this song? Yeah, my dad used to listen to this. You don't want that either. I mean, you, you at least want to be able to have conversations and, and you don't want, I can't, I wouldn't, you know, date somebody 22. I don't want to feel like the old guy. I just don't. So my advice to that is if her friends are, are referring to you by your age, so if the guy's like, hey, you still going out that 42 year old, that's bad. <laughs> She's dating some 68 year old. I think that's bad. I, I would want another uh, description of myself, like the lawyer. I'm going out the lawyer, the redhead, you know, if your primary descriptor is your age, I don't know. That's not for me. Okay. So I want to take a quick break and I want to put Laura on the mic here. So let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey there, are you really ready to build a better body and create the energy to show up for your life? Schedule a free strategy call. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching with Fit Over 40, our introductory strategy call is the opportunity to discuss where you currently are and where you want to go and how to overcome the roadblocks keeping you from getting there. If we agree that Fit Over 40 is right for you and you're really, really ready to make a change, then we'll discuss the next steps required to work together. Book your complimentary 45-minute strategy session with me. This call is all about you and developing a realistic, individualized action plan to help you make powerful, long-term change in your life. We'll look at where you are, where you want to go, and how to overcome the roadblocks keeping you from getting there. Go to book30withcoach.com. That's book30withcoach.com. All right, we are back. Uh, Fit Over 40, we have some new people at the table, and they are uh, just ready to chime in. Yael will be speaking, and producer Laura, as you guys know her as Mashed Potatoes, she's got some insight, and um, we're still here. Wait, Your why name, is she Mashed, mashed potatoes, potatoes on the dating no, no, no. profile? That is a very long story. <laughs> it's kind of a funny story. Do you story. make good mashed potatoes? <laughs> I'm the best. So. Is that your dating name? Is that your alias? No, that's just... It's because of this show that she is now famous for being mashed potatoes. Okay. Yes. We'll do that another You can be time. called... We'll do that There's another worse time. things to be called. <laughs> All right, we've got mashed potatoes and we got tater tot in the house here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I'm not tater tot. You're tater tot. No, I don't accept. <laughs> so you said you had some comments you were listening to Brian speak. So what are your comments? Yeah, I think, well, okay. So there was one moment when you were talking about um, the woman paying... Yeah, and I think um, 
I don't necessarily agree with you. Okay, what part of it don't you yeah, agree? Yeah, I think that the reasons why, you, or you think that like if a woman pays, it means this, this, and this. Yeah. So I don't agree with those with that reasoning because as a woman who has tried to pay for reasons that were not included in in your reasons, um, like it was genuine, like I just wanted to contribute, you know? Your like, thank you is what he's interested in is what I'm telling you. Yet you're, there's a hundred ways that he would rather have you contribute. Oh yeah. Okay, but- <laughs> no, there. I mean, I'm just saying. You think like the way I'm going to contribute is monetary. In his mind, he's like, I can. Con- that's. I'm very limited in what I can contribute. Mm-hmm. And the woman is probably like, probably does have more ways she can contribute. Wait. So you're basically saying the only thing that he feels that he can offer here is the money. Which is sad, but I get you have to understand his mindset. And she's basically saying, "Well, I, I can do that too. What else you got?" I'm talking about the message that it sends to him. No, okay, but that's what. Okay, that just goes against everything you said about game playing. Like it's almost it's, no. That's mindset. Uh, He's going into into there now because the men have been told over and over and over, "We don't need you. I'm an independent woman. I have this." So at some point, he's like, "I I still can take her to dinner, okay?" Because we're talking about the mostly the men over forty. They always could fall back on mm-hmm. that, the old-fashioned date. Let me take her out to dinner. So that is, means I'm not taking you out to dinner. We're just going to dinner together, and I'm putting my money in, too. Then the date is gone. Then the romance is gone. And so you're basically saying, no, I can pay the money. Come up with some other reason. No, but that's not what I'm saying. But that's what he, it's not about what you're saying or even what you think. I'm talking about his opinion on it. That's what it tells him. I'm not saying that's what, what you're automatically saying. It's the way he's interpreting it is, is one of those three things. But I disagree with that too because there are plenty of men, and maybe this is like a younger generation thing, it's not. but there's plenty of men out there that you go on a date and then it's almost, sometimes they like expect you to split it with them. Or you know they what those guys are you. called? What? Poor. No, that's not true. No. They're not though. I, I know it. for sure. I know. There are I again it's different. There are outliers. This is a numbers game. And you gotta cast a big net and nobody has had more of these conversations in more places than me. I believe I'm not you. this is not my opinion. This is the consensus of I don't know, 150,000 live mm. people who've come to these shows. And we hear it from the men and we hear it from the women. Overwhelmingly, the women want him to pay. And overwhelmingly, the men want to pay. So you can find these little scenarios where like the rich guy sometimes is like, I want to show that she's not here for my money, so I hope she offers to pay. That happens. Again, there's outliers. But numbers-wise, statistically, most probably, he really wants the thank you. And he really wants to know some other way that you are interested in being with him than the free dinner. Because there's a lot of women who really are there for the dinner. Yes. That's a real thing, especially in Los Angeles. I'm not saying it's not stupid. I'm saying it's real. It's you have to be where it's real. I know, um, you know, a lot of women go out to dinner so many nights to nice restaurants in Los Angeles that they've they've eaten their way out of their acting career. So like, that's a real thing too. They're like, I don't care. I just they're like, oh my I've God. trained myself to tune them out while I enjoy the steak. Wow. Like that's a thing too. That's so. Yeah, I guess all I'm saying is that I don't care about the money. Like I want, yeah. I want all the other things. The other I, things are harder for him, so he needs to know what those other things that you want are. Well, to your point earlier about like I'm just going to be authentic and I'm going to be me, and if you don't accept me, then I'm not the right fit for the role or whatever. So why can't we both just be us? Forget about the money and just be you and show it, me what it's you, confidence who you are. and communication. So that's fine. You need to somehow communicate to him what it is you are looking for in this date. 
or what you are looking for in another person. And if it's nebulous, like if you just said, I need a man to kill spiders around my house. Guy's like, I can do that. And his confidence goes through the roof. If you're somebody like, I need somebody who's emotional, available, and on the same plane with me. And he's like, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't even know. <laughs> I can't understand that. So I'm not apologizing for the men being simple creatures. You know, the women are motherboards and the men are light switches, if you want to look at it that way. So he, you know, so when I do the great love debate shows, I ask the women all the time, what do you need from the guys? And the simpler that the things are, and they're like, I need sex, I need the garbage out, I need this. The more the confidence in the room goes for oh the men because God. they're like, I, I, under- do that. I understand I that. that. Well, it's more like I understand that. <laughs> okay. So when you're going out there like, I just, I want to be authentic and I want us to just be together. He's, first of all, not even sure what authentic him is because he's spent 20 years you know, bullshitting on dates. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which we all are. Cause yeah, the, the, and there's women that don't understand get, that either. The first too. 90 days, you're not really out with them. You're out with their publicist anyway. <laughs> so to get somebody to authentically just like put their chips on the table is a really scary proposition for sure. most people. Mm. Some people do, you know, the, the benefit generally about dating somebody a little bit older is they're a lot more comfortable with like, this mm-hmm. is who I am, this is what I like, what I need. The downside is they're also bringing a lot of baggage and a lot of failed expectations and doomed relationships to the table. Mm-hmm. So it's a balance. So the more you can articulate, like, listen, we're going to go out. You can ask me out. We're going to pay. I'm going to pay mine and you're going to pay yours. But let's do, let's do this. Let's try and solve this together. Let's mm-hmm. do this. That's fine, too. He just needs to know the roadmap to your happiness and a lot of times the women don't know that roadmap. Shit. I don't think most men know that roadmap either. <laughs> I agree. I need you to find the romance to my happy, uh, the roadmap to happiness. Good Lord. How much time oh we God. got? You know, I know. That's why men know. are so, I don't know about addicted, but really like video games. They know what it takes. I, I can do this. Yep. I know what the levels are. Mm-hmm, I get mm-hmm. a score for this. I do, they're like chimps and throw a little basketball. <laughs> Men like so. That's this, why we like porn. That's why right, exactly. Oh, like, oh, so what the, you want to watch? Coming, it's right there. The coming storm is the combination of sort of PlayStation and oh porn, where it's going to be like if I do these levels, the girl is going to do right. this. Exactly. And, and so then, so the real life women are going to have to compete with perfect expectations, and the women are going to be well. It's not better, and he's like, it's not worse. <laughs> and and the guy who's fifteen years old. He doesn't know that it's not better because he's never gone out with a real girl. Mm-hmm. But he's like, this is awesome. Why do I? I'm, I don't have, nobody's going to get hurt. I don't need to get rejected. I don't need a prom date. I don't need to spend any money. And I can have Ariana Grande virtually give me a reasonably <laughs> satisfying sexual experience. I'm in. Good. I'm in for that. I, that I know. Good. You might be too. Right. That sounds good for you too. So right. when you're on this, when you go out with these poor men who don't want to pay oh, for you. That is Okay. Well, when you were going, well, you went one of these rich guys who are like, I don't want to like me for my money. How do you let them know what you're interested, or how do you let them know what you're what you're there for, what you're looking for? That's harder for you. Well, I guess what the thing is, is it's kind of like what you said before: is if like we'll go out, 
And if you're not showing me, you know, that you can be authentic and comfortable in your own skin, then like, what does that mean? What? You got to dumb that down. What is what is authentic and comfortable in your own skin mean? Wear sweats? Like, what does that mean? No, okay, it doesn't mean. But if hey, if if you love wearing sweats and you want to wear sweats, then go for it. No, so if I showed up <laughs> on a date and just like this, and you, you said you wanted authentic, uh, I'm very comfortable in sweats and sneaks. Okay, if that's what you would, no, because no. You, that's you, a big. He story. wants you to say. You look good in sweats. You would look amazing in a blue suit. And that's how you manipulate him into wearing the blue suit. Manipulate him. Manipulate is good. It's coaching. It's It's training. Manipulate is bad. It's all coaching and training and get it. We all want that. We do that all the time in our lives. I'm looking at Laura's face. She would have a fit if a dude showed up in sweats. Right. So rather than say, oh my God, you showed up in sweats, which we get all the time, that smack on the nose, we need the pat on the nose. We need to be like, I know you love to show up on dates and... Ben Roethlisberger jersey. But, <laughs> now that's corny. But you Don't are so <laughs> hot in a suit. He'll wear the suit. Oh, he'll yeah, be I in know in he the will. Suit. You think that's manipulating? That's just that's giving him a roadmap to yeah. the cheese. No, okay, fine. That is not. But I guess, okay, you know, I think I am one of the outliers because I'm realizing that maybe, you know, maybe my standards are a little on the... The weak side or something. I don't think they're weak. I think they're not clear to you. No, I what they they are clear because I just said I want somebody to be who they are. And if like okay, what's his face? The Facebook uh, CEO guy. He wears the same clothes every day. Yeah, and he couldn't get a date until he had a billion dollars. Right. <laughs> so uh, so who cares? Right. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Nobody's going out. We can all do that. Nobody's going to like Zuckerberg <laughs> now. Okay. And, and he eventually dated in the workplace. No, and he, exactly. same you know with what dates, I will say, though? Same with jobs. They all married coworkers. Okay, but you know what yeah. is not hot? What? Is when you can feel that a, somebody, that a guy is trying too hard, like to look good. Like, oh, I'm wearing this super okay. fancy, you know, and just try, and you can, like, the insecurities just do like you do your hair do you put on makeup yeah i do okay. but not to like an like a extensive crazy degree i know, you know but maybe your default is better than ours like your your okay. floor okay. is better so again we're trying to always present the best version of ourselves yes you know there was a, a dating site you brought up online dating. there used to be a dating site i don't know if it still exists where you would lead with your worst like I am a complete basket case and, and all this kind of. Case. I say that on dates all the time. I'm but people, people would myself. lie about the worst. They wouldn't. Re- <laughs> they would give something that they thought like, oh, they'll get a kick out of that little quirk that I have, and they wouldn't really go there. <laughs> um, but there's something to be said for that. Like, y- you should should sort of deal with who I am. I get that, but who you are. You, nobody should be satisfied with like this is it. This is me. Deal with it. No, we should be like. I'm open to anything. I tell people this on their dating profiles. A lot of people put too much information on there. And there's a formula that we have come up with called 321. You're basically giving them six pieces of information. That's it. You're giving them three things you were looking you want to find out about them, two things you want them to find about out about you, and one thing you hope to find together. Mm, I am like this, yeah. this, and this. I'm looking for this and this, and let's run around the world. That's enough. Mm, mm. I like that. Okay? And guys, one of the three things must be, I really love dogs. Okay? That gives you a lot of wiggle room with a lot of girls. You take a picture with your But dog. if you're just putting the, do basics, it the basics, I am this and this, and I am this and this, it's not I, you know, give you the, the Hallmark card of I belong all, all the things that everybody likes. Like, give them enough 
to move the date from online to offline, and you're painting a picture of that. So you can come in with these nebulous criteria of like, mm-hmm. that's sort of, to him, he's like, she's just going to be like, I know it when I see it. Because you're like, be authentic. Who, who know, How many people even know what the authentic version of them even is? Well, that... It's hard, too. We got to do the work. But. No, I know. But I guess being like, if you're not sure of who the authentic version of you is, then even just by living in that space and then that is authentic. I would be on a situation where like the better version of me is going to be with you if we're if we go somewhere with this. So I would be like, I'm coming in blank slate. Let's fill in this picture together. Let's just create an environment where both of us can do that. That's Mm -hmm. hard to do on date one. Well, that was my next question. As men over 40, what what do you want to talk about? Did you hear that tone? What does that mean? You notice how snidey that was? Men over 40. Okay. Yes. No, what do you want to talk about on the first date? Really, when I meet somebody, I already have known a little bit about their profile. I've seen some pictures and maybe had a few conversations. So I want to find out more. I'm like, Brian, I say, tell me something fucked up about yourself. I don't care about, I'm nice, I like walks in the park. Right. That's bullshit. Let's get to the nitty Tell gritty. me, do you snore? Do you got, you got the shits? What, what's your issue? You want to <laughs> you know, know that up front. You know what I want to know on a first date? No. You want to see dessert menu? That's a, Okay, what does that tell you? Give me your answer. <laughs> I love thinking. that. She's well, thinking. Give me no, your answer. My, I do. I like to see dessert menus. Yes. Well, you're, you're hesitant. At, let's try Laura. You want to see dessert menu? Yeah. Uh, we're probably going to date for a while. There you go. Yeah. It means that you're open to the possibilities and you're not on some seriously restricted diet where I can't eat things. Okay. Yeah, you know, that's what like, I was thinking when you, you pause. That's right. When you pause, you're like, does that mean we're not having dinner? Like you're, you took all the negative possibilities. Laura looked at that question with all the positive possibilities of what's on the menu. And that is the difference. Okay. And I can pick up on that at a yeah. level only Which dogs can hear. interesting because so I, none question, of those things actually ran through my mind. Right, but, I was digesting but, the question that you were right, asking, but, but not in the way that you like, thought. Like, because like, she yeah, saw me I get like asked it. the question. She knew what was expected of her. No, but I, I didn't but know I you were actually know, asking but, me but the question. But you wouldn't know that on a date. So I'm judging that like that. I tell men all the time. Go up whatever. Men over, men are like. You get what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. You can go up to any woman in the world in any location and ask her a question where that question was something that if you were married, your wife would not get mad at you. Meaning if you went up to somebody in Starbucks and said, are they still serving the pumpkin spice latte? You're going to answer that. You're going to answer that. It's a way to hit the ping pong ball over, get an answer, and it doesn't feel like I'm hitting on you. If you went up Mm -hmm. to her and said, what size are those jeans? Your wife is going to hit you. That's a Clarence line. Don't try it. No, don't. So I tell men (laughs) all the time, your only goal is to engage in conversation uh. without her thinking she's hitting on you. The best thing you can do is Starbucks is you walk just up, walk up behind any woman and say, should I get a cake pop? <laughs> I like that. Should I get a cake pop? Yeah. Yes. You want one? Sure. And then we're eating cake pops together. Yeah. yeah if you go good. up to her and say, that's would good. you really like good. something? Then she's like, this stranger's buying me something and I got to talk to him because he did that. Yeah. But when you say, should I get this? You are tossing her the keys to your nutrition mm. and your happiness and they like that. And if you walk up to her and say, should I get a cake like pop? That. And she says, there's probably healthier options. We're not going to date. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, like, that's not yeah, the girl yeah, for me like, either. So her reaction to that is she's like, yeah, damn, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. These are the questions like that I want to know. Tacos. How do you want your How do you want your eggs? Uh, over medium. Okay. Yeah. 
Jailhouse weapon of choice, a lock and a sock or a shiv? She has, yeah. She See? She has an answer to that. Mm-hmm. You want to trigger personality. That thing that I, I showed you a couple weeks ago with the menu. 100%. Remember pick your band name out? Yeah, I like that. That was fun. You're trying to get people to get comfortable enough to personality. We go on these mm-hmm. dates and we treat them like interview style dates. And to take it a step further, we treat them like prison visitation interview style dates mm-hmm. where you're interrogating them between this metaphorical piece of glass. That leads to more walls up. Where'd you go to school? What do you do, though, is an underrated question. A lot of people think what do you do is about the money. It's really about how do you spend 70 hours of your week and are you happy doing that? Because that's going to trickle down in the other 110 hours a week or whatever a week. If you're like, I'm a lawyer, oh my God, I have the worst clients, I'm in trial. I don't want to date that person. (laughs) You know, are you divorced is not a simple enough question. Divorce could mean... Yeah, my ex-wife's cool. I sent her a Christmas card. I don't really talk to her that much. Or divorce could mean we're in court every Tuesday fighting over custody. Yeah. I need information more than the simple, that people walk in with these checklists, like, have you been married? This, that, whatever. Trust me, I get judged all the time being over 40 and never been married. It's a huge red flag. Me too. And have you been married? It class? should be. Yes. It's, it should be a red flag. I agree with it. I would judge some woman over 40 who'd never been married. I would. I yeah. want to know the, I want to know the answer. Like, I want to know that they take response, not just like, I've been busy on my career. Mm -hmm. Then you're too busy for me. Mm -hmm. Or I just haven't met the right person yet. Well, then you're too picky for me. You know? (laughs) I want to be like, you know what? I just... Well, then you, you're too picky then. If you <laughs> No, what, my answer would be like, listen, I did not do the work where I felt I was emotionally yeah. capable of doing 50 years. And Love now I think answer. I am. And I did. I owned it. Yeah, like I'm responsible for where I am. Mm-hmm. People like that. I'm, People women like, like that the we men do. are doing the work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, and men are scared. They're like, they think it's a vulnerability. The most confident man in the room is usually the most vulnerable because he's like, I own this stuff. You know what? I think that just gave me some clarity back to the whole paying thing You're and welcome. whatever. Thank you. So it's not about the, I mean, it is about authenticity, but what I think it really comes down to is confidence. And that's what I'm trying to say. It's Here like, are just my be prescription medications. <laughs> yeah. Just be, These are know, the drugs be I'm confident right in now. your own skin. <laughs> right. And just tell me, like, answer. You know, answer the questions. Let's have a conversation. I, I get that you might be nervous on the first date, and right. that's fine. Be but- confident. But men have been, over the last 20 years, so emasculated that that is a tough balance between emasculation and confidence. You know? The, the men got to grow their balls back, and the women got to give them back. Okay? I would, I would argue that men are coming, like, they're finding balance. Which- they were overly masculine. Oh, yeah, we were too much the other way. But yeah. if you ask the women this question, and I have asked the women this question, if you had a scale from one to ten, mm-hmm. and one being a guy who um, has the I'm with her bumper sticker on the car, he's leading the women's march, he's the wokiest woke, sensitive dude ever, <laughs> full pronouns, that. the whole thing. Forget and that. the number ten, and a, and a ten is just a knuckle dragging caveman. Okay? Oh my gosh. Most women want about a seven. Seven and a half, still. Mm, I was going to say, if the man is at a six and the woman is at a four, then you guys can meet in the middle. And like, then you balance. No, you're asking him to to bring it down. You neither should go toward, you should be who you are. 
So I'm just saying women still, the overwhelming majority of women want them to be closer to the caveman right. than yep. closer to her. Well, that, just like men want women to be closer to the feminine side. We do. Yeah. We do. But not too far. Like you still have to have some of that energy. The- Correct. The problem is, like I said, physiologically we have not changed. We didn't just magically change the way we are. But sociologically we are pushing each other to places where we are not Mm-hmm. To, have not been and so it's really uncomfortable you know you spent 30 years just saying oh my god you're beautiful and now you have to re- now you have to rethink that that hesitation is is <laughs> is where early. the porn mm-hmm. in the playstation fills that gap <laughs> well let me just shed some light on that i think i told guy, i told you this morning when she came in i said oh you look good today i'd apologize i'd be like is that okay but that was your choice to say that i would have been fine with it but i don't know that he doesn't know i, know. I don't know you need to wear a green sticker that <laughs> well, says i'm able to be told and i didn't say that i said you look nice it's a good i like that outfit and then i had to think like am i allowed to say that that's terrible yes i agree that's terrible, terrible. Well, that's the but way men now are no, now. No, yeah. so listen, here's the difference. When a man, when you're out in public or whatever in the workspace and a man kind of gives you this look, like looks you up and down, gives you this like nasty, like you're a piece of meat and like licks his lips kind of look. Wonder and could like, read that mm, You look good today. <laughs> like that is, ew, get away from me. Okay. But if, like the way that you said it was like, you look really nice today and it was genuine and I felt like, hey, right. thank you. But, you know, like it wasn't but if you asked, gross. Like, but if you asked I a hundred women- Twenty you know? might be like, Ugh, sh- I'm more than my appearance. Like, you, there's no way to win. So it's it's me hitting a ping pong ball over, and you're okay hitting it back. Yeah. But a lot of women would have smashed it back just because I said that. I agree. That. I and agree I want to. I'm like two. That's I, I. I would rather err on the side of giving somebody a, a positive compliment that's not uh, pervy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's I'm with not, you. It's not like God, you look hot. So let me you know, you don't want that. But. Let me ask yeah. you a question, Yael. If you had, if this guy that you worked with. Mm-hmm. That's looking you up and down and licking his lips and all that crazy ass shit. Um, would you feel differently if he was really, really hot? No, I wouldn't. I probably would. I have to be honest. Well, how about this? Because I, I think we had this conversation too, and I ask everybody this, I, and I say this on my podcast all the time. Sometimes I say, girl, woman, whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. The older women are very comfortable with girl. They like they it. Like I it. like the it. The 22 yeah. year olds yep. are like offended it. by it. Yeah. And so the guys are like, I don't even know what to refer to these creatures as <laughs> without getting in trouble. And so that's oh a problem. God. I'm like, I went out with this girl and they're like, what was she, 12? And I'm like, no. no. And so, <laughs> right. So that's why, again, I'm not blaming anybody, but the burden is a little more on the women to let him know what you want and what you think. Because all he knows is what the last girl liked. And he probably found that out when he saw her with the new guy. Right. Okay. We, yeah. You guys are all different. Yes. And so you've got to give us a little bit of, you know, clues to what you want to do. I think men are much more basic. We're, we're a little bit <laughs> yeah, different basic. than that. But, you know, I think <laughs> men like a woman to look nice. I think she likes them. To, she likes them to treat a man well. I think she wants to take care of a man. I know your age probably would disagree with that, but I think a lot of men would like that. And if they can do chores around the house... That would be swell. Oh, man. I mean, it's I would You love guys it. are like, oh, I like that. <laughs> oh, man. That's like porn. Yeah, are you talking about cooking and Cookies? laundry? Yeah. 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 No, oh my like God. fixing my plumbing. Well, no, no, not like that. No. Well, that's oh, part is that a that metaphor? Well, that too. Okay. That's not the way I meant it. But yeah, that too. I know. But there's this, oh, there's this standoff now between the, the 
the parties. And I hate to, to, to bring it down to that, but there really, really is. And we just need to know what each other's, I ask that sometimes I'll have 30 women in a room. Mm-hmm. How many want to be called hot? 10, 10. How many want to be called pretty? Pretty's boring. No, How many want to be called beautiful? Mm. And it's not the same. So the women yeah, aren't on the different. same page. So the men are like, I don't even men know what to say. Men aren't on the same page either. We don't get that. We go a lifetime and maybe hear five times that we are attractive or desirable in any way or that we're good looking. We just don't hear it. We get the thank you back. So we're constantly throwing up stuff to try and get a reaction. Are you relating to this? Yeah. Are you agreeing with most of the yes. things that he's saying? Okay, interesting. Am I going down the level agreeing with him? No, not <laughs> no, at all. Again, I'm again, curious. I've asked I'm these curious. questions. We don't hear we're attractive yeah. or desirable. We don't mm-hmm. get any of that. We get well, like, we hear what we do wrong. If you're Sometimes. just the super hot guy or the jock or something where you're Sometimes you might, you might get it, right. but most of the time, like, I'll hear I'm smart or I'll hear I'm funny. Okay. I don't care about that. I want to hear I'm good looking. That's all you want to hear? Because I never hear it. Okay. So you want to hear what, you know, same with the woman. The, the pretty girl wants to be smart and the smart girl wants to be funny and the funny girl wants yeah, to be pretty. It goes around and around. Well, the men want to know the physical thing a lot more because we want to know that you desire us in some way because we think you think we're gross. Yeah, but by telling you, <laughs> if by saying all those other things and, well, first of all, no. I give up. You know, I think the biggest thing men want, they want to be appreciated. Yeah, well, that's what they're saying. Well, they want on to this be appreciated. Note, we're going to wrap this show up with a <laughs> little go on clip forever. that I found, because this could go on forever. Maybe we'll have to do another guys versus the women thing. All right, let me let you guys hear something that kind of ties into what we just got done talking about. Let's see if I can clue this up. Oh, here we go. Modern technology. I know. Oh shit! See, he wants to he wants to go to the online to make his point. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> new rule. If there's one thing we've learned from the crisis in Ukraine, it's that everyone loves and the world still needs grown ass men. Guys, look, you can go on about how masculinity is itself toxic, or you can be horny for Vladimir Vladimir Zelensky, but you can't do both. If you haven't noticed, the internet these days is filled with posts like Every woman in your life now has at least a small crush on Zelensky And there's absolutely nothing you can do about it It's true If I'm being honest, Zelensky gives me a lady boner Badassery is sexy as fuck and I want to bang Zelensky Could it be that as much as women may want to create the perfect man There's always going to be a little bit of toxic mixed in with our masculinity And no amount of training will turn us into your favorite Twilight character. <laughs> Masculinity is like coffee. Even when you decaffeinate it, there's still a little caffeine in there. <laughs> now, there's certainly no denying that there has been a lot of toxicity associated with men throughout history. Oceans of brutality, all of which is horrible. And some of which is why our species still exists on Earth. There are brave women fighting in Ukraine, but the images of people fleeing all seem to be women and children, while every able-bodied man in Ukraine is sticking around to fight and maybe die. It's not always a great advantage being a man. And toxic though we may be, we do sometimes come in handy. Between all these lady boners for Zelensky and the fact that he's what people used to call a man's man. 
He can't share right now. He's killing Russians. <laughs> Turns out after 200,000 years, there's still a lot of another tribe is coming to kill us. And when that happens, you want a little big dick energy. <laughs> All right, that's our show for this week. We'll see you next time on Fiddle 48. Thank you, Brian Howie. Thank you, Yael. Go to greatlovedebate.com for all the details.